Hello, and welcome to the Hogan Cast, a weekly podcast where we discuss a variety of subjects. Each week, we talk about a different topic, from literature to travel and everything in between. Our episodes strive to be both conversational and informational, and our occasional interviews are hopefully entertaining. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hogan Cast. It has been a long, long, long time, but we are back with the 10th episode, and I know I said this was going to be a special episode, and it is not. It is a normal episode. In fact, to be honest, probably less planning has went into this episode than any other episode I have recorded, so I guess that's special in its own way. This episode is dedicated to the man, the myth, the legend, Scott, I won't say his last name because he might want to keep his identity hidden. Not me, not Scott Hogan, but another special Scott who is currently in Bangkok, Thailand. And he just got a promotion. And so I am dedicating this episode to him. Not only because he got a promotion, but because he has been annoying me to post a new episode for about a month. So that's what I'm doing right now. If it's not up to the high standards of the Hogan cast I do apologize a lot of stuff has been going on a lot of changes in fact that's kind of what this episode is about is changes but I'll just give you a few brief rundowns of changes that are going to happen first let's do a change with this episode I'm probably not going to edit it so you might hear a lot of ums and you know and so so there might be a lot of those in there But I'm not going to edit it. I am getting ready to go on a business trip. So I don't have time to edit it. But I felt obliged, like I said, to dedicate it to my muse in Bangkok, Thailand. But seriously, I have had a lot of changes. A lot of things have changed in my life um, that have kind of kept me away from returning to the Hogan cast. First of all, I had covid And I did not feel like doing a podcast pretty much like right after I did the ninth episode or a little bit farther past that I got COVID and I did not feel like even thinking about podcasts for a while. I had an idea. I don't even remember what that idea for the 10th episode was, but it wasn't this, but that's fine. Uh, We are recording an episode and it's going to go live, whether it's good or not, it's going to be the 10th episode. But so COVID kind of killed me for a while. Um, then I changed jobs. I've been in the education and training field for over a decade. I was a teacher first and then kind of an education counselor, training manager kind of jobs. And then the last, I went back to teaching and then instructional design. And now I've moved into communications, kind of mass com, more journalism, public uh, relations type deal. So yeah, big change, and I'm definitely adjusting to that. And we'll talk a little bit more that a little bit more about that in a second. Um, but yeah, so big changes. Just a few months ago, I was going to Texas. I, I was going to take this job in Texas and go back to teaching um, English as a second language. But you know, things change. I went to Thailand. Um, not that not that this has any. This is not getting me back to Thailand or Southeast Asia or anything like that. But when I came back after our holiday there, um, I just didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want, 
not that I don't like Texas. I do like Texas, but it was going to be a really expensive move. And, you know, my, my, my passion, my drive for that job, it kind of faded. Uh, so I just kind of hung in there in instructional design. And then when this job came open and it gave me a chance to kind of see if I really liked journalism, if I liked doing that type of job day in, day out, not just as college assignments. Now, yeah, of course I was going to take it. It was a similar amount of uh, remuneration. So I wasn't like going to be in the poorhouse or anything like that. So I wanted to check it out. Um, but just changes in general scare a lot of people. And I understand like it, it can be really terrifying to just completely change but at the same time, I think it's good. I think change is good. I think it's really easy, especially with jobs, because to, to get caught in that rut, you know. One of the most famous plays, I'm, and I'm just shooting from the hip here, but one of the most famous plays in America is Death of a Salesman. And Willie Lomack, I believe that's the name. Please don't correct me because I haven't done any research or anything like that. But Willie Lomack is the, the titular salesman. And he's been a salesman his whole life. He had one big opportunity to go with his uncle, I think, to Alaska. Because his uncle had went to the jungle when he was like 18 years old or 19 years old. And had found a diamond mine. And so his uncle was rich. And Willie thought that was the greatest thing ever. But he would never do take that chance himself. So, you know, he worked in that same job because he had a family to take care of. It's completely understandable. It's not really about that. It's about like how the American dream is is all a lie, and you know you can you know work your life and and hoping that that American dream is going to give you this beautiful, wonderful you know house with a picket fence, and you know if you work hard, you'll be rewarded. You'll move up in society, and Willie never did. And people around him, they maybe even looked down upon, who were smarter. Maybe they didn't even work as hard as Willie, but they did move up in the social strata and you know, he was really disenfranchised. He was starting to have a little bit of uh, dementia and things like that. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but, but um, that's a good example of just someone kind of getting stuck in the rut, never really changing anything. Up. And it's understandable, especially if you have a family, like I said, but for me, I, I always like wanted to change. Like when I, so I was in the Navy for eight years, and I could have stayed in the Navy for 20, and I could be collecting a retirement right now, and that would probably be a lot better for me financially than uh, getting out and going to college and maybe taking student loans that I shouldn't have taken that maybe I'm still paying off. But, sorry, I just took a little drink of vodka and orange juice. But I'm glad I got out of the Navy. The Navy, the military in general is very insulating. So if I was getting out, I would have, I think I would have just wrapped up my 20 years a few years ago. And I had come back into a probably a society that I haven't really been part of uh, for. I mean, you're, you're still part of society. I mean, it's, not, it's not like you're not completely locked away, but you are like around. It's almost like a small town. You're around other military members and it is diverse and things like that. But you're all you've all been to boot camp. You've all, you know, did similar things. And I won't say you have the same mindset, but. You know, you're all usually interacting with other military all the time. So uh, getting out at this point and then like not having had the opportunity to do everything I wanted to do before that, because I like I couldn't imagine like now at well, then it would have been 38. I think I would have been 38 
when I would have retired. And then, okay, now I'm going to go teach English in Thailand. I mean, I probably would have been a lot easier because I had my retirement. I wouldn't have had to worry that much about the salary they offered me. But at the same time, I, you know, that's crazy. Well, that's not crazy, but I'm not sure I would have the same gall to, to just say, okay, I'm going to quit this job because when I worked at the I worked at the hospital. I was just like, you know what? All right, I finished my bachelor's. I got my bachelor's in English and lit, so I'm gone. I'm I'm done. And I was making all right money for me at that time, just working at the hospital. So that wasn't an easy thing to do, but I, I felt that I wanted to do it, and I did it. And, um, you know, I, I was in Thailand. I didn't make money at all at first. It was crap, um, but I was in Thailand. And after seven years there, I was, I told my wife, let's let's go to Vietnam. So we did. And then a couple of years there, and I was like, okay, I got this cool offer from the government. I didn't think I ever worked for the government again, but we can go back to Japan. And we did. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I kind of found myself back in West Virginia. And now I work, I had been working for the government for, God, five years again. So five years or so again. But now I'm not. I've completely changed. Not in education, not working for the government. And yeah, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting experience. Um, you would think that my background in English would completely prepare me for journalism, but it's a completely different style of writing. So like when I take journalism class, because my, my, my main master's is not really journalism. It's got journalistic elements to it, but it's more about public relations. But this job is more, so far what I've done is more uh, journalism. Sorry, more vodka. So... Usually when you're taking a journalism class, you'll do two or three styles of writing, usually two. You'll write an article or more than one article, but you'll do the inverted pyramid. And the inverted pyramid is like when you open the paper and it's like this happened or this is happening here. You know, who, what, when, where, why. That's all the first paragraph or two paragraphs. Um, That's not the most fun style of journalism. Uh, You know, you may have a couple quotes in there. But it's really simplistic writing, not a lot of passive voice. The language isn't flowery. And so coming from like a literary background or, you know, just even like when I wrote some short stories, my language is a lot more flowery. I I use passive voice, maybe a little bit more than I should, but that's not what they want for articles. So that's been an adjustment. Now you have another type of writing like feature writing, and that's a broad term. That's you could do a profile on somebody, you could write a feature on you know a corrupt city official or something like that. Investigative journalism, you know that's the kind of stories that win Pulitzers, and that you got a lot more leeway there. You can you can be more literary in terms of what you're writing, but what I mostly do on a day to day basis is that inverted pyramid stuff, and it's I'm gonna say it's boring because it's not boring. I, I should say that, but it's been a bit of an adjustment to go and write in that style with very simple sentences. Um, you know, and I love the passive voice and I know a lot of people hate the passive voice, but I love the passive voice. I think it's, it's, uh, it's a really cool part of the English language that people should use more, but I understand that I need to adjust my writing style. So it hasn't just been like, I'm an English major so I can completely become a journalist because it's a different style of writing. There's even different rules. That's why you have the AP style. But it's been a cool experience. And it, it, it by taking this chance, even if I hate it in three months, and I'm like, man, I wish I hadn't left my old job. But now I know. And I don't, I don't wonder what if I had 
tried journalism or what if I had tried mass communication? Because I know every everybody has at least some regret of an achieve not not something crazy like oh why didn't I make it into the NBA? For most of us, that was never never going to be an option. But you know stuff that we could have done that we didn't do because uh, we were afraid of changes in our lives or we were afraid of this or afraid of that. And I, I think when possible. It, you know, obviously, if you have a family, it's a little bit more difficult. But for me, whenever possible, after if I if I feel I want to try something or if I feel I want to change, then I, I try not to shy away from that. And I, that well, that probably won't work for everybody. But for me, like if I like if if I even if I'm comfortable and I'm making good money or whatever, um, if I can, if I think okay, I'm going to change careers because I want to try this or. Um, whatever then i'm i'm gonna try to do it even now at like 40 something so i think change is good i think you can get caught in a rut like i said and working with companies for a long time without really making yourself more hireable if that like you can look at west virginia coal miners now that not the coal doesn't flow in West Virginia anymore, but they have machines to kind of, they're taking a lot of the jobs. Um, and then it's hard for them to get jobs. It's a great job when you have it for, for money wise. And even as a teacher, you know, like eventually you get to that point where like, I don't know if I can walk back in the classroom again and deal with, you know, kids. I mean, I, I, I think I could, but eventually you get to that point where you're that teacher showing the video for every class. You know, like uh, one of my history teachers used to walk into his class and be like, all right, now we're going to watch a video on Charlemagne. And then he'd just fall asleep. You know? So, yeah, I never wanted to be like, every teacher gets a little bit lazy sometimes. But, uh, and it's fun to show the kids videos and movies because, you know, they enjoy it. But, like, every class, I didn't ever want to be that guy. Like I, one of those, I got tenure. We're watching, you know, the History Channel, whatever. So, um, not that I don't ever want to go back into teaching. I love teaching, but it, it is a stressful, hardcore job. But I do miss it sometimes. So, yeah, I am all about change. Changes. Speaking of David Bowie, I watched the Elvis movie the other night. <laughs> um, not, not related, but I watched that Elvis movie the other night, the, the Bars Lerman, I think his name is. I really liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it. I wouldn't say I'm like a huge Elvis fan, but like the, I do like Elvis, and I like the song, like the, the, the songs I like of Elvis, I like a lot. And I thought it was a really awesome flick. I thought uh, the, the actor, Austin Butler, did a great job. But, But that's a movie I watched that you probably don't care about. So um, I want to talk about the plans going future. Plans going future. Jesus. I'm glad I'm not editing this because that's great. I want to talk about the plans going forward. The podcast. And I I have, I need to change that intro because there is no way that I'm going to do a weekly episode with a different topic every week. I don't know what made me think I could do that early on. I thought, so when I first started the podcast, I had like, oh man, I'm going to talk about, 
you know, this week I'll talk about Shakespeare. Next week I'll interview some local person. And then the week after that I'll talk about the news or politics or what. I, I didn't really want to talk about politics. But, like, that was my idea when I started the podcast. And I thought my wife would be a big, bigger part of it than she was. She was on for, like, the first three episodes. And then just kind of she's super busy. She works a lot more than me. Not a lot more than me. But she works a lot more often than me. Uh, because she's kind of like flipped her job is still back in Asia. So at night when I would do the podcast, a lot of times she is on a call or in a meeting. So more vodka. So um, I'm not going to do weekly episodes, obviously, but I also kind of thought now that we've reached this, this 10th episode, I need to rethink what I do want to do. I need to change that intro. So it stops reminding you that I said I'll do weekly topics every time an episode plays. So I need to change that. And uh, I like to take off my, uh, I, I, when I started the podcast, I was like, oh, family friendly, no profanity. I might change that as well. I was in the Navy for a long time. I have a little bit of a sailor's mouth on me. And there's been a few times when I let stuff slip and I've had to dig through it and find it when I was editing it. And I don't, I think, uh, I don't think, I'm, I wouldn't just spend 30 minutes cursing, but like if I slip up or if I'm passionate about something and I use a curse word, I don't think that's that big of a deal. So might change that. So I'm kind of thinking like these first 10 episodes are like season one and uh, we're waiting to see if we get renewed for season two. Hopefully we'll get picked up <laughs> by, uh, by the powers that be. But, um... I think that, I, I mean, I have enjoyed doing the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. I don't know. A lot of times I'm I'm kind of like, well, what do people want to listen to? Do they like it when I talk about literature? And all five of you, um, I don't know what you guys like. So I'm going to take a, uh, maybe I'll take a survey and if, if, I get three out of five votes for a certain thing. I'll do that going forward. But, um, you know, I, I kind of want to get more consistent with the episodes. Even if it's monthly episodes, I want to be more consistent. I don't want six months between episodes or three months between episodes. Because I do enjoy doing it. But it takes a lot more time and planning than I thought it would when I started. But that is what it is, man. I think I'll kind of expand things. I won't just try to talk about literary topics or music. I think that's been kind of the the focus lately. Maybe we'll talk about aliens and stuff like that. That was early on. I thought, oh, man, I'll do a Mothman episode because, you know, Mothman, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, all that stuff. Um, but everybody's done it better, you know. <laughs> like, like Just because I'm from West Virginia doesn't mean I can do like a better Mothman episode or, or, or story than Richard Gere did in the Mothman prophecies, which is a great movie, a great bad movie. I liked it a lot. Um, and for those of you who don't know who the Mothman is, it's like the iconic uh, cryptid, I guess, of West Virginia. Kind of heralded the Silver Bridge collapse. And then Point Pleasant, which is where he was sighted. I think it's, I want to say 57, but maybe it was 67. Anyway, where he was sighted, um, now they they went full like Mothman on their tourism industry. 
So, like, there's a big statue of Mothman there. And, and I've never been to Point Pleasant, to be honest. I really want to go. I was telling my friend today, I really want to go to Point Pleasant. So, um, that's something that I'm going to do. And it's also, well, by the way, on my in my graduate program, I'm actually doing my final project on West Virginia tourism, like diversifying it, making it. Because, you know, if you look at West Virginia tourism, it's all come fish, come hunt, come hike. It's all outdoor nature, ecotourism stuff. Well, I guess fishing and hunting is not very eco, but you know what I mean. And that's your focus because that's what we're famous for. And it, it, it goes well. Um, we had a lot less issues with COVID because like a lot of our tourists come here for outdoor activities, which people were able to get back to a lot faster than some of the other activities. But my proposal states that we also have a lot of paranormal tourism. You know, we got Mothman. We got the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. We got this. We got that. And we got a lot of historical stuff. So we can still keep our focus mainly on the nature and outdoor stuff, but increase and kind of diversify the ads. So there's ads for people that want to come here and see Mothman or, or you know, the, the Grafton was it the Grafton Monster or whatever it is, you know, or haunted houses and stuff like that. So that's my proposal. That's what I'm working on right now. And, and, but Point Pleasant has really done that. And I think they've done pretty well. I remember reading in my research for the pro, for my proposal an article about how they did that. They played into all three markets, uh, the paranormal, the historical, because there was a battle of Point Pleasant as well, and the uh, outdoor stuff, because you're right there on the Ohio River too. So, yeah, I, I think I, I really need to go to Point Pleasant. As a West Virginian who has not been to Point Pleasant, I'm kind of a fraud. Because I talk about Mothman, but I've never been to his hometown. So, I guess what I, I the message I want you, dear listeners, to take away from this podcast is to not be afraid of change. Change is good. Change is good in every way. Well, not every way, but change brings new experiences. Um, you know, we talk about social change, and and those are all that's all that's important as well. But I'm talking about personal. Don't be afraid of changing your life up a little bit. As a non-certified person who's never even, I think I've taken one psychology course. I'm an expert on how the human mind works because I took that one psychology class. So I'm, I can psychoanalyze anybody. And I have seen people just freeze up over the fear of change. And change isn't bad. It can be. I mean... If change leads you to prison, that's probably going to suck. But if you keep it legal, it should be fine. Uh, go see a new country. Take a new job. I mean, especially when you're single or, or young and single or even just single. If you're old and single, why What you got to be afraid of anyway? Just just go out and do whatever you want, you know, as much as money you can. Don't, don't. well, depending on how old you are. If you're really old and they give you like a $50,000 credit card, you know, just go with it. What are they going to do? No, I'm just joking. Don't do that. That's a joke. I don't want to be legally liable for a bunch of senior citizens taking out like extremely high credit cards and never paying them back. Well, that guy on the Hogan cast told me to do it. So as I said, this is the end of season one. It is the, uh, the cliffhanger. Will there be a season two? 
Who knows? It depends on whether or not the ratings are good enough to get picked up for season. I'm, I, I, I'm going to revamp it and bring it back and, and make it more, maybe not, I want to say more interesting because I, hopefully it would be more interesting if I brought it back. But I, I, I want to make sure that I'm consistently putting out episodes and that they're high quality, not like a 25-minute rant like this is. Um, but yeah, I hope you have at least kind of enjoyed the rant. And if not, please remember that this episode is dedicated to someone very special, very special in Thailand. Um, and I hope this brings a little bit of joy to his cold, cold heart. Um, cause he is a hard, hard man. He is, uh, almost unfeeling the, He's kind of like Ivan Drago. But he got a promotion. And, you know, the world doesn't always play out like you think it would. But he got promoted. So I'm dedicating this to him. He's actually a great person. Anyway, thank you for listening to this 25-minute rant. I hope you kind of enjoyed episode 10. It is uh, it is the end of season one of the Hogan Cast. Season two will return. TBD. Thank you. Should I say God bless? Thank you, and have a good night or good day whenever you're done listening to this. And see you again one day somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs>